Welcome to a bonus episode of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. This is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. And I'm Eric, the Game Master. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. So Val... The last thing you remember is the angel reaching out towards you, saying, are you ready? Taking their hand, feeling this sense of comfort and warmth just kind of surround you. Not unlike the last time that you submerged with Mary. As a matter of fact, it's very similar to that feeling. You don't know really how long this is going on because your vision starts to fade and you start to see the faces of your friends and your family. You're seeing Maureen's face. She looks so young, so much younger than she is now. So it must be maybe the first time that you saw her or maybe the first time that she showed you any tenderness in the orphanage or something like that. It's more of a feeling and a face. There's no real context to it. You don't even know if it actually happened, but it's certainly you're seeing this. You see Joe and you see Cammy, and you're looking almost like from a bird's eye view and you re- realize that it's when you would gone unconscious the last time and they had to carry you out of the containment zone and you see them moving to take you out of there and that was when you and Mary were directing them on the safest way to get out you're looking at it now from almost like a third person perspective so you're not even seeing yourself and Mary guiding them it's more of a you're hovering above this situation and they're holding your body and then that feeling and vision fades to Cammy by herself running with you, carrying you almost like a baby. So she's got one arm around your bottom half, one arm around your shoulders, and your head is just like resting up against her shoulder as she's running. And you can hear a rhythmic thumping. And she's just like, hold on, Val, just hold on. And then it fades again. You hear Mary's voice. It's okay. It's my time now. Darkness fades away from you and you can see her. And she looks much like you've always known her to look, except that she is completely wreathed in this glowing power, like motes of power coming off of her. You feel like you're looking at her as her matrix persona, but it's her actual body. She's standing there and she's giving you this look like, you know, it's okay. It's fine. Turns. And then you hear this horrendous sound. It's almost like concrete blocks dragging on pavement as she turns and she moves towards this even more intense light. And then you're back in the orphanage. You're on an exam table in the infirmary and you look over and Joe is in the next bed over 
you try to move, but you can't. You're in this induced paralysis where you're becoming more awake, but yet you can't move. You see Dr. Kobe hover over you for a moment. And then he says, we need more anesthesia. You see him adjusting something that's attached to your head. Your face is exposed, but you can feel like your head is in some sort of a device or something. And when you look over, you can only imagine that you are in exactly what you're seeing because Joe is exactly the same way in that, like the top half of her chest up to her neck. And then her head is wreathed in this metal contraption that has these blinking lights and things. And you can see there's like fiber optic cables or something coming off of them and they're coming your direction, but then they go out of your sight. And then that's when your vision fades again. The last thing you see, you're you, you know that you're you, but you feel like you're not quite there, almost as if like you're, you're in the matrix, but you're observing with real life, like through a vid screen or something. And you're looking at the front of Maureen's house. It's nighttime and normally like, you know, her street light and like her porch light and things like that would all be on. They're all off as if the power had gone off. The door opens and the inside, you can see that there is light and this person steps out, takes the like three steps down to the sidewalk, starts walking towards the street. As you're looking at them, normally you could detect like heat and light and all this other stuff. If you're looking at something through VR, you can pick up all kinds of things. You can pick up whatever technology they have or anything like this. There is nothing there. You can't like enhance the features to get a good facial recognition. They have absolutely no technology on them. They have no matrix presence. Steps out of Maureen's front door and starts walking. And then you see a vehicle pulls up. They get in and they start to drive away and you turn to look at the vehicle. Maybe you can pick up something from that and something catches your eye. You see Maureen's house explode. No, oh my God. And that's when you wake up you're laying on, it's like a dry riverbed. It's quite obviously dirt where it's so dry that it just kind of cracks the earth. And so you're laying there and as you sit up, it's this way for as far as you can see. Standing next to you is a young girl. She's wearing like a basic summer dress, barefoot. She has dark hair. You immediately recognize her as the little girl that was in the box that Mary had delivered to your apartment. The fuck? Oh my God. This bitch bringing people back to life. <laughs> you weren't laying on the ground. You were more kneeling down, like sitting on your feet when you came to. And she holds her hand out and she says, Oh, you're awake. I was worried. I look around and I'm just trying to get my bearings. Um, where am I? She looks at you for a moment like she hadn't considered it, turns her head from side to side and she says, I'm not exactly sure. I think this is where I'm from, or at least somewhere near here. Okay. Who are you? Where, where are my friends? Where, what's going on? I'm June. It's okay, Val. You're safe. You're with me. June? Okay. Okay. You know my sister, don't you? Mary. Yes. You know Mary. Okay. Okay, June. How, how did we get here? You brought you here. How do I not remember that? How do I not remember getting here? How do I not know where my friends are? I don't know. I suppose we could go and ask my father. He should be around here somewhere. Okay. There's no use sitting here in the dirt. Okay. If you want to follow me, she holds her hand out so you could take it. She'll lead you away. Yeah, I'll take her hand and follow her. She's walking with you and she says, I'm sorry about all the things that have happened to you. What do you mean? 
Mary has told me many things that has happened to you. It makes me sad. Is Mary here? Is Mary here with you? No. It's hard to say exactly what's happening with Mary. We were together, but now she's gone. I almost was there with Mary. Something wrong happened, and I didn't make it. Didn't make it to that place? Like you left on purpose, or...? I don't know. It's kind of jumbled and mixed up in my head. I can't say it right. I'm sorry. Yeah, my head's a little jumbled and mixed up, too. Isn't this place pretty? Looks like just dead earth. Well, I suppose it used to look good. Maybe it will again, I don't know. But, okay, well, we can keep going. And I I wish that I was able to see Mary again. Well, maybe we will. Do you know where Mary is now? I thought I saw her at one point, but I'm so lost. I'm still trying to process. I don't even know if I'm actually awake. Is this real? Oh, and then she reaches over and she pinches you and it hurts. <laughs> okay, thanks. I guess it's real. Well, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I, I guess I must have had a dream or something about Mary coming and visiting me and saying that she had everything under control, that it was her turn or her time now. I didn't really know what to make heads or tails of that. Was she sad? Um, I don't think so. Oh. So I guess it's okay. I guess. How much further? Oh, not far now. As a matter of fact, it would go faster if you closed your eyes. Val makes a face at her like, what? And she just smiles as if she's joking with you, but you're not quite sure if she is or not. Just this way. And as she says that, you realize that now you're standing on cold white marble. I am not awake. <laughs> now you're looking around and you're in like a museum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's white marble columns, and at the end of this big, large room, there's a glowing coming from the far end. And she says, oh, there he is. And then she starts running towards this glowing light. And you recognize this light. This was the light that you were going toward. You were like, no, I can't go any farther. And she was like, that's okay. Well, now you're, you're feeling that exact same way, where if you go too close, you may not ever come back. Then... You hear June's voice, and she says, Val, it's okay. You can keep coming. It's okay this time. What's different about this time? You're, you're much more prepared now. Otherwise, Van wouldn't have brought you here. Van, Van brought me here? You brought you here. I'll start to step forward a little bit then. Van said that you were ready. Where, where is she? She's this way. This way. I want to see her. Yeah, she's right here. As you start to walk forward, you see the light is getting more and more intense and then it starts to fade just a little bit and you can see your own face in the light it's trippy the face says you finally come i knew you would well, i missed you i want i've done everything to try and see you again and so you have only in the presence of the king of golden light can we see each other isn't this place beautiful yes but i'm scared i don't i don't know what's happening it's okay. I'll be with you from this moment on. You don't have to be scared anymore. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why I'm here, and it all makes sense now. All you have to do is just let it happen. And as Van is talking to you, she's backlit from this light, but you can see it's your face looking back at you, and the light glowing like a halo around her begins to 
actually take form, almost as though it's ethereal wisps of golden smoke twisting around you. And the tendrils of this light begin to playfully undulate around you as Van is talking to you. He speaks to you through me from now on. Isn't that wonderful? I can talk to you now whenever we want because of him. What do I have to do? You don't have to do anything, dear. Not anymore. All you have to do is accept that I'll be with you now. We'll be together forever again. That's the only thing I've wanted. Me too. His knowledge will filter to you through me, and you can ask me whatever you want. And if I know the answer, I will tell you. I will never lie to you. And then she leans forward and she says, before you go, there are some warnings. Okay, I'm ready. Beware of those who claim purity. They are the most unclean. Beware the false prophets who seek to use his name for their own gain. Those are the warnings. And you will know when they are true. He is putting his trust in you. Our Father loves you very much. And only through you can his herald do what needs to be done. What do I do if I find myself among those claiming to be pure or... They will come from many walks of life. But if they claim that they are pure and that they are without malice, the opposite is true. And you will know in your heart. How do I get back? All right, she smiles. She says, why... And she kind of holds out her hand towards you, but not for you to take it, but more like an indicating turn around. Just take their hand and you will be returned. I turn around. You turn around and you see June standing there and Van standing there. You're like, what? And you turn back around. What you saw, you seeing Van behind you is no longer there. It's just the glowing light. I kind of turn back from looking over my shoulder and look back at the girls in front of me or to reach for their hand. And they each take one of your hands. Van says to you, I can take you to the threshold. And June can take you through. And Mary will meet you on the other side. Tell our sister that we love her very much. And that it grieves us that she had to endure what she had to, to be with you. And that's when you wake up. By having ice cold water poured on your face. You are laying on a mattress in some dump dive somewhere. You open your eyes and all you smell is weak old piss, moldy pizza and beer. And you're laying on old like drop mattress on the floor and you're inside a sleeping bag as you're breathing the poof of the air from inside the sleeping bag just kind of poofs up in your face. You smell rank. It's like as if you haven't bathed in weeks and you've been in there sweating and God knows what. They didn't bother to sponge bath me. You had this cold water poured on you and you realized that it wasn't that somebody had poured cold water on you more than there's an end table by where you're laying and somebody had put a glass of ice water there and it had fallen over and dumped onto your face. So it wasn't like somebody dashed you with water. Something happened and somebody bumped the table and it fell over and it dumped on your face. You hear a voice go, God damn it. Coming around the couch, you see Liliana look down at you. Oh, fuck, you're awake? Oh, fuck, you're the first person I see? Oh, Jesus. I thought you were like a vegetable or something. Well, I stink like death. Did no one even bother to wipe me down? Uh, no, bitch. We've been busy, okay? What are you even 
fucking doing here? I thought you left. Don't start asking me questions about shit that you don't understand, okay? I'm not the one that's been laying there for God knows how long. A little bit of thanks for, hey, Liliana, thanks for fucking saving my life. Hey, thanks for putting your ass on the line and now we're on the fucking run, okay? What do you mean we're on the run? Do you know who's been looking for you? Like, fucking everybody. Like, wanting to kill you, Val. Do you know something or something? All I know is I had to grab your ass and run. And now, what the fuck am I doing in Cincinnati, for God's sake? Wait, hold on. Rewind. Why are we in Cincinnati, number one? Number two... Where's Joe? Where's Cammy? Three, what do you mean by everyone's been chasing after me? How long was I out? All I know is I hear that that place you were flopping at was destroyed. Can't find Cammy nowhere. Nowhere. Okay? My mom won't answer my calls. Nothing. I find out that you're in some damn warehouse somewhere and that some assholes were keeping you alive. I go in there, I fucking kill them because maybe they had something to do with the fact that everybody I know is fucking gone or killed or God knows what. So yeah, Val, I kind of stuck my neck out to fucking save your ass. So you're welcome. Thank you. Now, why are we in Cincinnati? Because fucking nobody goes to Cincinnati, right? Nobody's going to look for anybody in Cincinnati. Point made. So now that you're up and about, maybe we can figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because I don't know where anybody is. Have you, have you heard from Maureen? Does she know? When you say that, she kind of looks at you for a moment like, are you fucking with me? And then she kind of sits down. <sighs> Val, Maureen's gone. What? <laughs> what do you mean, gone? Like, gone, Val. I'm not kidding. Like, they fucking killed her, Val. She's dead. How, how do you know she's dead? She's not dead. She can't be dead. They blew up her fucking house. Val. That doesn't mean that she's dead. She might not have been there. Her and some old lady. Who confirmed it? I did. I confirmed it. I didn't believe it. I did some digging. You can check the coroner's report. You're the fucking Matrix jockey, not me. You think I'm lying? Fuck you. Check yourself. And then she gets up and she goes, are you hungry? So I'll like start to break down a little bit and she just starts crying. She whips her head up and looks at Liliana. She's like, no, I'm not fucking hungry. You just told me that my mother is dead. Sucks. That's all you have to say? For all I know, you and your mom caused half of the shit that we're going through right now. Would I save your ass if I caused any of this shit? You know me well enough. If I were to have caused this shit, I would have gloated about it. I know myself well enough to know that too. Fine. Okay? I think Cammy had something to do with this. Not that she did it, but I think something's going on with Cammy. Something's going on with her dad, I don't know. But she's gone. I don't know. I had to get out of St. Louis and I just grabbed you and ran. I'm telling you, I looked into it because I was concerned that maybe Cammie was at Maureen's, you know, at the time when it blew up. She wasn't. She was supposed to be taking you there. God knows where she ended up. And I just ran. Okay. Okay. Then what's the plan? Well, now that you're online again, figure out who the fuck did this, who the fuck's after you, right? If I didn't love you, I would have just left your ass to rot. Almost did. And no, I'm not going to wash your ass for you, okay? I draw the line at washing your ass. Saving mm-hmm. it, no problem. Any day of the week. Washing it, you're on your own. Now that you're really getting your bearing and everything like that, you do realize you're not malnourished. You're, you're starving. But it's almost as if you have no idea how long you've been out. And as you're looking down, you can see that 
she or somebody hooked you up to IV fluids and have been routinely changing them because you can see discarded bags of fluids and things like that, or somebody has been caring for you, obviously you're going to be weak and you haven't eaten for a while. Your muscles haven't like completely atrophied and things like that. So you can still move and, and whatnot. She kind of like fishes through one of the pizza boxes to find minimally moldy one and she like peels the mold off of it and starts eating it. Well, yeah, now that you're online, let's figure out what the hell's going on. Like I said, couldn't get a hold of Cammy, but maybe you can get a hold of the rest of them. I don't mind going back to St. Louis as long as I have a reason to and someplace safe to go. I'm not going there by myself because I, for all I know, my mom had something to do with this. That's what I was saying. Right. So I don't know. Okay. But I do know that Joe and Eris and uh, what's her name? What's that bitch's name? What bitch? What new bitch? She just kind of looks at you and kind of smiles. And she goes, oh, yeah, her name's Jet. Who's Jet? Some new girl. I don't know. Oh, my God. I can't keep track. You get the distinct impression, though, that she does know, but she's putting on that she doesn't. They don't trust me, but... Oh, shit, I still don't trust you. Yeah, sure. I mean, I only, like, saved your ass, so... You didn't know that until you just woke up from whatever fucking shit yourself dream you were in. Thanks. What do you want to do? We need to find the girls. Nope. Chances are they're fucking hanging out at a restaurant somewhere in St. Louis. I mean, we can go there. It's not a problem. It's just I didn't want to show up there and then have everything go to hell. So let me see if I can get in touch with anyone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Mary. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Jump on, uh, on the Matrix and you speed of thought. You go to where she's at. So you go VR. And Mary is actually sitting right there. She's like floating, like right next to you. And she says, you made it. I knew you would. You saw him, didn't you? I saw my sister. I saw your sisters. Where is everyone? Oh, they're here. Where is here? Because I'm not there. And, you know, Jennings. You're Y'all out. are still at that house? Okay. She shakes her head and she says, no, Joe's still there, but not me. Where are you? Oh, I'm safe. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. When everything went down, you know, you were gone. You know, I had to find someplace safe to go. And, and Mom, Mama Candy said she would take me in. Of course she did. She's real super nice and she takes good care of me and, you know, makes me food and stuff. All the boys, they like me because I have all the new games. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Joe's at the house. Mm-hmm. Where? I just checked on her just earlier today. She's fine. I don't know if she necessarily won her fight, but she's acting like she won it. Okay, so that's happened. Where's Eris? Oh, um, she's around. Her and Joe have been doing stuff, you know. I, I don't really talk to them too much because they don't like me very much. But, I mean, they're around. They're okay. Where's Boggs? I don't know. I know he was hurt and that, that he was in the hospital for a time. But after that, he quit the paper. Okay. With, with his mom being dead and everything, I think it just kind of hit him real hard. Well, Stumper and I are on our way back. We're going to meet Joe at the house. Oh, okay. All right. Do you want me to go there too? I can have Candy take me. How about you stay there for now? Okay. Because I don't want to overwhelm everyone. Oh, sure. Does that sound fair? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fine. The boys and I have, have a, a competitive game that we're playing. So if I leave, then they'll be mad. That's not to do that. Yeah, they, they like it when I let them win. Of course you do. I think they don't know that I let them win, though, because they, they like to dance and do funny things when they win. 
like they're putting me down, but it just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're safe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've been eating real good. Mama Candy says uh, I can eat like the boys now. So that's good, I guess, because they eat a lot. I try. All good. After everything starts to get settled and I'm more acquainted with everything that's happened, I'll get back in touch with you, okay? Okay. And Val? Yeah. I'm really glad you're back. Me too, Kip. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Resting Glitchface, an Openly Gamer Theater production. Opening theme music by Synthesk. Closing theme music by Super Boink. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is property of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>